AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm GM. And welcome to Bar Talk. Watch me pull the crazy Bitch, gonna throw some paper Spend them feelings Cause I'm self-made Visions in my mind Baby, don't do right Sexy, you are listening to Bar Talk on AMR. Yeah, I came here looking for more, getting tired of working all night long. I used to have driving, I wanna be story, get a jump on it, and if 
if I'm honest, I've been thinking about my direction, coming to terms with my projection, where it is that I want to be headed, it's all about effort, make a connection. I've been trying to answer questions, I already know the answers to, I'm such a fool, but no one's gonna save, yeah, you gotta want to save you, find a way through. Frozen in a place Hey folks! Hey, welcome to the uh, stolen oh. episode of Bar Talk. <laughs> are we on? <laughs> we are never. What are you? I told you. Are, we, are you ready? And you didn't respond, so I always take that as a yes. Have we stolen? We, we literally stole this episode. We stole off who? Off the voters. There was a million. There was a million. There was a million fraud episodes of Bar Talk that came out this week. That came out after the deadline. Was there? A de- was there a deadline? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, sorry, I don't know. Didn't you get my postal vote? <laughs> I think it got lost in the mail. Oh, well, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I never use. It's called. That's why we don't. That's why we don't use the snail mail here at AMR. <laughs> We're all electronic. I can imagine. I can imagine this helicopter flying across a golf course, and <laughs> it spots Donald Trump, and it just drops this like a ton of uh, mail ballots on top of him <laughs> while he's trying to putt for that for that birdie, uh, and just and just the whole green is covered in mail. Yeah, but uh, death by fraud votes. <laughs> he, he died. <laughs> what? He's, a, he's a sna- assassinated by, he- <laughs> by, by a US by a US Postal Service mail drop. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your postal vote, sir. <laughs> there's there's a joke about the weight of the office in there. Going there, never respecting, quite respecting the weight of the situation, but you know. <laughs> We'll laugh. That's enough. Da- we'll get the dad jokes out quickly, guys, yeah. because uh, it is indeed another episode of, of your favourite bullshitting, fraudstering, pirating show. Crazy stuff happens it's, on this one. It's uh, yeah, oh, you know, crazy stuff and and really, really crazy good music. Let's face it. Yeah, well, yeah, and, they have to face it. An absolute batshit crazy interviews. How do you face radio? <laughs> it's just like- <laughs> <laughs> That is like yeah, the that- old joke. I've got a good face for radio, son. <laughs> it's like, get oh, this- I haven't heard that joke before. Get uh, get bar talker in your eyeballs. Hmm. What, in my eyeballs? Yeah. Well, can you actually- I wonder if that's possible. What if that would what sting? If just- wonder, if- wonder if some bizarre university- Around the world has actually done a study to see if you can hear through your eyeballs. All I can imagine now is this <laughs> tiny little, like you know, stage speakers just <laughs> yeah. set up right in front of your eyes. Got the the pliers open so that, that you can't close your eyeballs. It just you can see, like you can see them crackling from the dryness. The University of Sphincter realised that you can listen through your eyeballs. A recent <laughs> the uni- study. <laughs> the University of Sphincter it sounds like a it sounds like a uh, sounds like an ass of a university. <laughs> <laughs> we got down this part. Sorry about that. Listeners. It's okay. It's my it's, fault. We're, we're allowed five five swears per segment, so uh, you're on. You're on Schmink number does three. not swear. Word. No, it's a, it's a medical term, folks. Just like uh, just like I was trying to think of a very rude medical term, but don't. <laughs> no. What you worry that you worry that we might turn off a few listeners? No, we'll turn them it's on. All medical. Ah, yes. I, um, let's keep you know. Let's not get things too stiff now. Let's keep things nice and relaxed. You know, right. keep the keep the show. Flowing naturally, as they say. Yeah, yeah. With um, whilst we we say hello properly for the first time. Oh, okay. it, hi, Dan. It, hi, Dan. Is it good to be back in person? We're actually again? facing each other. We're not on a um, like remote yeah. kind of, you know, bizarre um, trip out. Yeah, on the Dan, other, each, Dan, each side of Springvale Road I, kind I of situation. How much I miss seeing your degenerate face every now and again. It is. It is. It is a. It is actually a. You know what. Good to good to see your ugly mug every now and again. No, it's not. Don't it, lie. It is no. At least I've had a haircut. If it, <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes one of us. At least I dressed up for the occasion. Yeah. <laughs> fake fake vinyl jacket and all. At least I got shoes on. I've got shoes on. What do you mean? You look <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> I've yeah, actually checked to see. Do you wear shoes around here? I don't even check. He, like you had to walk from Box Hill. Oh, yeah. Listeners, oh, I'm serious. You had to walk from Box Hill oh, Frenchy yeah. with no shoes. Oh, I had to travel this far every day wearing a, school. Wearing a lumber jacket in 25-degree heat. Nearly hit 30 today, didn't no, it? No, don't talk about the weather. This is a podcast. We is can't. It? Yeah. No. We were talking about the weather last episode because it was like the first 32-degree <laughs> day we had all year. And uh, again, now that we always pick the warm days to do this show, so it's excellent drinking weather. That should be a- which uh, is, that- 
That should be a like a, a, a funny snippet show where people talk about the weather on podcasts. Like the podcast comes out five days later. And, like, and the weather today, five days ago, was been yeah. twenty five degrees and sunny. Yeah, the, the, there's the listener listening to this show for the first time, <laughs> and they're to- and they're talking about the weather. It's beautiful and sunny here in downtown, uh, uh, you know, um, Springfield, Illinois. And and when they switch the dude listening to it, it's snowing. Yes, that's the kind of just weather me- report on a podcast. I love. I feel I feel like when when we have weather this good, we've just got to s- slam it in the face of every other listener that might come from an area that may be I- experiencing the, the shit storm mm. right now. So I think it's important that we we share how good your weather can be by moving out of the shithole wherever you are. Is that a is that a is that something you agree with, Gareth? Uh, sorry to ninety percent of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just not in the good in a good spot like uh, we are right now in Melbourne. We're not letting anyone in it right now, so you know, <laughs> not for long. We may be letting we may be letting a couple of New South Welshmen in soon. So you know, well, I hope so because I have to go and visit my dad. He's in New South Wales. <laughs> like we'll swap swap prisoners. You know, just a prisoner yeah. swap. Are you okay, well you get hundred, we get hundred. Fair enough. That makes sense. We'll hold them hostage. Yeah, do anything wrong. They get shot. Well, at least Dan Andrews is, is actually talking to our other premiers, whereas uh, the, I believe the Queensland premier isn't answering the calls of the New South Wales <laughs> premier at the moment. Uh, which is glad it's got ghosted. It's almost funnier than the US election. I think it's hilarious. It is, it is pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah but Tudor Advocate's been having a real, real, you know, if you, if a you real un- stonker of a week. If you understood Australian politics, you'd just get on the beers. Give a, give a shit. Yeah. Or, or, or don't be having a beer tonight. So I'll go a bit higher up the shelf. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> hey, let's tell where politics. Where's the fridge? <laughs> America's like, hey, let's get in the car and do a banner and shit, right? And they're like, <laughs> they're like running down people to get to some convention. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, quick, we're going to get there, man. Quick. Donald's going to be there. We're going to see him in life. Um, and then they get there and just shout and scream and. Uh, talk about just shut up, man. <laughs> talk about the music. Just shut up on the show. Um, let's let's shut up and talk about the songs we just came off too. Because I mean, this week, how about the absolute slew of pop bangers that came through this week? Um, well, actually, it's funny you say that because we sat here today when we were doing the pre-production for the show. We we do pre-production, guys. Just don't, don't forget <laughs> do, that. Yes, this isn't just it isn't all improv. Yes, all this the bullshit pre- that we say is improv, but the the. The preparation is not improvised. This is a very well organised load of garbage, honestly. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're as organised as garbage can get. We're <laughs> like the recycling centre of radio stations. It's full of garbage, but at least we organise ourselves. No, we're the first one to actually recycle. Oh, we don't recycle anything, but we're the first ones to actually do something with that packaging. Uh, I see. Know? Do you want to tell us what the name of the first song was that we played? Um, that was Bex, wasn't it? Yes, the first one, "Stars in My Eyes." Ah, yeah. So, um. So this this Rebecca Calendar has just actually um well this is her first single as a solo artist. She used to be off the band Racket, who um if you remember quite a few weeks back we played one of their songs. Mm-hmm. So this is her um debut single, I believe, uh, as a solo artist up there in Sydney town. But yeah, uh, she's been working with a few different producers, and yeah, this is her debut under her own name, and it was really cool. It was just a good bit of um bit of bit of pop on pop. We pop love. Pop, pop goes good. And then after that's, that- That's what AMR's all about. Oh, pop, yeah. indie, rock, um, hip-hop, 
Um, but yeah, just progre- absolutely uh, in other in progressive and, and metal and the whole lot. Just always send in whatever you got. Yeah. AMRAirplay at mail.com. Yep, always go remember that. Oh, I always forget to say that each episode. So no, glad we, I've got we, you. We, we pin laws on that every week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, you should be giving more, me more shit about it. Yeah, um, but it is AMRAirplay at mail.com. It must be independent, it must be Australia, New Zealand, or Pacific Islands, or you know, the continental plate. Okay, just you realize the Pacific Islanders. The islands are created by the intersection of different tectonic plates. So when you say the continental plate, you're only talking about all of Australia and okay, a proportion okay. of okay, New Zealand. Okay, okay. let's 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 like clarify this. Okay, if you've got a volcano, okay, on your island or near nearby, and you can be affected by the volcano, and you're out anywhere in the Pacific Islands, please send your music. <laughs> um, AMR Airplane. No, no volcanoes. At, it's at a peaceful atoll. So if you're from the atoll, don't even bother. Well, actually, oh. I mentioned this the other week. Um, if it has been bombed by the French nuclear testing, please don't send your music in. Um, <laughs> and we still haven't worked out whether um, radio radioactivity um, transfers across to an electronic file. So you know, we'll <laughs> <laughs> but but Beck stars in your, my eyes. Your radioactivity, Dan. I'm I'm, I'm very I'm very you're radioactive. Very radioactive. I, yeah. I decay real quick. Uh, <laughs> I've got a half life of fuck all. Um, but Bex, yep. Stars in My Eyes is out now, and it's going to be coming off an upcoming mixtape, so can't to see more. After that, however, Gareth, we had – this one oh, is yeah. a, a bit of an AMR, a return to form for an AMR-friendly artist. Probably about a year ago, I think we were featuring a few of, this, few of his songs, maybe a little bit longer. I'll- yeah, it's been a while. I've because I know as soon as I saw the name, I was like, "Ah, oh, I remember, I remember LA." Yeah, he, he's been around I, for a bit. As soon as I heard LA, I thought New Zealand. Mm. Chair to the chair, and courtesy of Knickknack, he's come out with his brand new single, which is another ready for summer jam, "Frozen in LA," which is is kind of ironic considering how like summery the song sounds. I don't know if you ever get frozen in LA, maybe during our summer because it's their winter, but. Maybe that's the idea. I don't know. But it's LA. That's A-L-A-E. That's the name of the artist. Although, you notice how in the video, Gareth, he was dancing in, in an empty pool? I oh, know. We've already we've already blown the listeners' minds. So I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> like, he's supposed to be in LA. It's, it's what is it? Frozen in LA. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah. what? You don't get frozen in LA. No. His name's LA, but he's in Auckland. I know. In New Zealand. Gets a bit chilly in, Bro. in Auckland, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but, but you notice how, like, half the shots are in an empty pool? Now, I mean, you know, fair enough to the artistic stylings of the, the music video. It worked quite well. But if you're in summertime, the last thing you want to see is an empty pool. Usually that's <laughs> reserved for the wintertime. Like, oh, we'll flush out all the water. Got to make sure it isn't full, too full of uh, algae so you don't kill off too many of the tourists. But but an empty pool during summertime, that's about as sad as the pub with no beer, I think. Well, it, in all fairness, we're talking about New Zealand here. Can they swim? <laughs> like... Have, have they won anything ever? Sorry, New Zealand. They've won a few rugby tournaments, haven't they? That's about all they win, isn't it? Have they ever won? A, have they ever won a gold medal in swimming? Don't I don't know. <laughs> well, no wonder they haven't. They don't ever fill up their pools. <laughs> well, <they're, laughs> all their pools are on. They're all being hired out by musicians like LA. They, go, like, <laughs> they probably get more money out of that anyway. Hiring out the pool to do a photo yeah, shoot instead of, instead of a dollar per swimmer, they get five swimmers per day. Just hire out to LA, and he'll give you twenty. <laughs> Something hey? like that. New Zealand dollars too. Yes, I think the New Zealand dollars riding pretty high at the moment. I don't know. Is it? Oh, no, I don't keep a track either. <laughs> we don't care. We're not talk. You talk it up enough, like we do, and we don't know what we're talking about. Probably does. Probably is worth more anyway. It's probably worth more than um, Donald Trump's got in his bank at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Frozen in LA is out now, of course, as well. 
Yeah, now up next, Gareth, uh, this one was this one was a bit different and cool. But I'm um, going talking about world music. Although, did we talk about world music? No, we're talking about Pacific Islanders. But uh, this guy's not from the Pacific Islanders. He's from Africa, of all places. But he's based in Australia now. It's Musa Dakite's um, brand new single. Denaya. Denaya. Denaya, yeah. Denaya. It's the first single off his um, second album, his sophomore album called Kanafo. And it's going to be out, coming out soon, this this um, album. I'm just looking at the notes here. It's got um, a few different people featuring on it. It's got Didgeridoo player. And uh, for those of you familiar with the Cat Empire, it's got Ollie McGill, who is the phenomenally talented keys player mm-hmm. um, from the Cat Empire. So he's featuring on it as well. But this is the first um, the first taste of the album. And tell you what, it's been a while since I've, we've, we've got a bit of this sound come through on our end. What were your thoughts on this one, Garth? Um, well, I, as soon as this popped up, I've thought uh, I'm going to be made to dance like a salsa to this when someone hears it. <laughs> Luckily enough, I wasn't forced to. But, uh, yeah, it's it's got that really cool um, dancey vibe to it and you just feel like getting up and having a bit of a rumba. Now, now going by the amount of energy that is in this song sort of masks the fact that, and you know, this is a classic example of you don't have to be young to put out energetic music. This guy is 71 years old and he's from Mali. And the guitar work on it is just absolutely superb. Like it's not over the face, over in your face shredded, shredding sort of style. It's just really cool licks, bit of the Santana thing going on. Yeah, what sort of guitars are you playing in the film clip? I, I think it was a it was a Gibson, I think. Mm. I didn't pay too much attention actually, <laughs> but it looked if it was if it wasn't a Gibson, it's a Gibson ripoff. Yeah, it was a nice big round chunky thing at the yeah. back, yeah. <laughs> Got the Les Paul, got the Les Paul neck, nice and thick. Mm-hmm. But no, this is uh, really cool. Got a cool view- video for it as well. If you've got a chance to go and check it out, uh, the single's obviously out now, and the album's coming out this Friday via mm. Big, Big Village Records and Wassa Records. Um, so be sure to give it a give it a spin when you can. Yeah, thanks to heaps of Flash too. Yes, yes haven't seen much of their stuff come out lately. So yeah. thanks heaps. Uh, we can hear it right now, are we? In a moment, too, I should announce who my uh, artist is I'm interviewing this week, which I'm usually on the ball with, but I had the pleasure of chatting to Aya Eves, who you have been mispronouncing the last Aya many Eve. weeks. Well, what was I saying? Aya Eves. I think from the Mint Factory episode where you featured it, it was like Aya Eves. No. Because of Y, yeah. Aya Eves. I said Aya Eves. Someone Aya else Eves. said Aya Oh, okay. It might have been Loz. I reckon it was No, Loz. it was Tony. No, it could have been anyone. Okay. <laughs> I, I, let me set the record straight, We've, Tony. This is always an argument. All right, smooth, on, on smooth, the, Loz. Right. Let me set we, the record straight. Aya Eves, next time you feature on the Mint seriously, Factory. We punch on over, over names <laughs> on the Mint Factory. But yes, uh, it was so it was so good actually getting to talk to her because as, as you'll hear in the interview, we talked into depth about um, some of the really sort of personal stories behind the songs and what she's been doing in um, – Getting in meeting these people that have been helping her write some of the songs that some of the singles that she's been releasing. Very talented artist, as you may have heard. But yeah, we're going to play, um, we're going to play the Musa Dakite song. Then we're going to hear the interview with uh, Aya Eves. Mm-hmm. And then before long, Gareth, so go before, before you get too, too carried away, we're going to be back for some more chit chat. Okay. I'll warm up those vocals. What show are the good folks at home listening to? Um, they're listening to, um, um, Heavy Mint Talk. Something like that. (laughs) 
te feri su fie pala E danaya Welcome back to the Bar Talk Podcast. How are you all holding up, folks? I hope things are going swell up your end of town or the country, wherever you're listening. Um, I hope things are not too gloomy. I hope things are going lovely. I, I know what is absolutely lovely, though. I'm going to get straight into it because I have I have no, no time to beat around the bush right now. I am joined by the lovely, adorable, and absolutely um, stunning singer-songwriter Aya Eves this week. Uh, she's been popping out singles like you pop Panadol out of the packet. Uh, it's, uh, you know, when you've got a slamming headache. Uh, some absolutely brilliant, brilliant alt-pop coming out from her, and I'm super keen to chat about it in heaps of detail. So, Aya, welcome to the show. I hope my thank you so much for having me. I hope my rambling intro uh, was <laughs> is the highlight of this interview. No, actually, no. The the highlight will be chatting to you. 
But I hope the <laughs> hope my rambling intro uh, did, didn't put too many of your fans off. No, we're not I'm exactly. Sure they'll love it. We're not. We're not exactly the most scripted show. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we like to get. We like to get off the cuff. You know, top of the head, top off the top of your head comments. So we've got to keep it. Got to keep it raw and un, unedited. Yep. <laughs> let's let's get straight into it because you've been a very very busy person this year, all things considering. Yeah, I mean, it kind of it's this year's weird because it feels <laughs> like I haven't done anything, but then I'm like one one of my friends told me that I had to write out all the things I've done this year because I keep feeling like oh, I'm not doing enough and I was like, you know, I've actually yeah, re- released a few songs and 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 written a whole bunch and have more on the way, so I guess there is um quite a bit to look back on this year. I was going to say, so is she? Is this sounds like one of those friends that the the one you go to advice? Like you call up four p whatever four p.m. or whenever in the afternoon when there's been some shit happen, and you're like, oh my god, I just want to complain. And you, is this the kind of person that I'm thinking of, where you just sort of like you call them up whenever there's something going on? And you're like, I need your opinion. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that this uh, this friend definitely fits that role. I think this was just me kind of feeling like I, I was feeling like I wasn't really getting anywhere or doing doing much, and she was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, can you just can you just take a second and like look just just write out the things you've done in this year alone?" And I was like, "Okay, all right, maybe 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 there's some merit to what you're saying." <laughs> so, I mean, you've. You've been busy this year because this is the first year you've really sort of started to pump out the singles under your under your stage name. Yeah. Um, and I have to admit, we we had I've heard some some of my uh, fellow colleagues here at AMR really really mess up the pronunciations. A classic AMR trope where if we don't if we're given given an interesting stage name, we go look at that. We go, how's that pronounced? Aya Evies. Okay. Like we've yeah, I've yeah. been hearing some some yeah. some interesting pronunciations from the other AMR co-hosts. So we can settle, finally settle it. It's Aya Eves. Gareth, are you listening? Aya Eves. It's actually Aya. Eves. Oh, Aya! Did I so, muck it up again? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> uh, sweats uncontrollably. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's so fun. I. I love aye, 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 aye. Um, my um, I think my my favorite pronunciation I've heard so far has been Aya Ives, and I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> I think that that adds extra letters into it that weren't yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like, where did you get the extra syllables from? I don't understand. But oh well, it's 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 definitely um, it's it's pretty funny hearing how people pronounce it and it honestly started as um as Aya Eve because like Eve Saint Laurent they just say Eve it's the French spelling yeah um and then people just started saying Eves and I was like I actually really like it so I was like I'm just gonna stick with that <laughs> is it where does it come from I have to ask because it's an interesting yeah. name um so I wanted to like pick a stage name for a while and maybe like two years ago um I was staying in a friend's house and I had a dream. Like I would it sounds it sounds cheesy, but anyway, I in, in my dream I was like standing in the wings of a stage and I was peeking out and there were thousands of people and they were chanting, ah yeah, ah yeah, ah yeah. And I like ran out onto the stage and they all lost their minds and I started singing and I knew it was me, but obviously like not my real name. And I, I woke up and I was just like, that was the most vivid dream I've ever had, I think, because 
a lot of them, like you just don't really remember them or they're gone as soon as you wake up. And this one woke me up in the middle of the night. And then I wrote, I wrote it in my notes. Um, and then I Googled what it meant. And Aya means to fly swiftly in Hebrew, which I thought was pretty special. And I, um, I had it in my notes for like, yeah, about two years. And then I wrote insanity and I just kind of knew that that was the, that that was the start of the project. That was March last year. And then when I went to actually launch, um, I wanted to be the the only one with my name on like Spotify and Google and whatever. It's a very and, important. Um, it's a very important um, requirement. People, I don't think a lot of people realize it's like you got to be able to stand out. You got to when you're searching in Google, you got to be the only person that comes up. Yeah. Um, and when I searched Aya, like it is, it, it's a Japanese name as well. So like there are quite a few. Um, Ayers around and like brands and stuff that have the name and I was like how can I make this different and then I was like okay what could I add to it and um, my sister's name is actually Eva and I wanted to to have her with me all the time so I played with that and settled on settled on Eve. Ah uh, yes, the classic sibling tradition of stealing shit off each other. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But she loves it, so that's nice. Oh, okay. So there's no love lost. That that's that's no. that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does your does your sister get involved in your music at all? Was- um, she's not. She's not very musical, but she definitely. Uh, she's always supporting what I do. So that's, that's uh, that is very important. Again, un- underrated having a having a supportive sister. I think. Yeah. <laughs> So let's let's get into more about the um, I guess the music in that. So you've you had a few projects going before you you switched to this name. Yeah. Um, but what was the reason for you now changing up and going under the, under the I Eve's name? What was the, the what was the thinking behind that? Um, honestly, there were there were a few reasonings, but I think kind of the main one was that um, my like my real name Fendulka is what I was going for, uh, going with on stage before. And um, it's this weird space where then, like, people expect you as a person on stage. And it's not that my music is someone different or it's not personal or it's not real, but it's more that, like, I felt like I couldn't just be whoever I wanted. Um, I felt like I was limited by who I, who I am as a person and expectations that people would have of how I'd be or the things I'd say or um, also I, I grew up performing and it was kind of like it felt like I had this huge family which is amazing that that watched me grow up on stage and when it came to actually becoming an adult um, it felt like I was singing to like a crowd of my parents and I if it, if I wanted to sing about anything that was a, a bit more uh, mature in content yeah um, it felt super awkward so I was just like if I create a whole new project then there's no expectations of what that project is what um what I can say what I can sing about and it's not like it's not watching me go from being a kid to being an adult. It's just like straight up, yep, she's a mature, strong woman and can do whatever she wants. Is there an element then of, I guess, in these newer songs that you've been writing and releasing of, of almost like a metaphorical mask that you're putting on then? Like this is not so much you as who, as who you actually are. It's more of this is a character I'm portraying or this is a, a filter that I'm, I'm showing to sort of maybe show an alternate version of myself or uh, someone else? 
I don't know if I'd say it's a mask or alternate. I'd say that they're still like incredibly personal songs and I, I'm still being me and authentic to who I am. But it's just more that it's another facet of my personality. Like um, I think something that I have started to explore with some of the songs that I've written, I haven't released them yet, but like some of them are a bit more, uh, I guess, sensual. And yep. I that would have been something if I tried to, like release those songs or perform those songs under Vendulka, like I'd feel really awkward. So I don't know. It's just, honestly, I think it's just a mental thing. Like I don't think there's any huge difference. I'm still very much me, Um, Mm, mm. but it's just kind of allowing for a bit of separation of church and state. Yes. Yes. Got to go for the old separation of powers. Yeah. I get what you mean. So is it is it a case of you've always been very conscious of the idea of having a public image then that's that's perhaps separate from I guess your own personal identity but still at the same time showcasing an emotion that you've experienced yourself? Yeah, I think so. And you know, obviously at least, at least for me like the the aim is for this to continuously grow and um and you know, I'd I'd love to be touring consistently like all year internationally when we're allowed yeah, you have to. no excuse this year this year it's like I, <laughs> what are you talking about virus come on <laughs> but no. i just I, I mean like obviously it's it's something that i want to keep growing and if you yeah. want to be sustaining audiences consistently all year round mm. um being known like my my goal isn't to be famous but it definitely comes with the territory like if you want to be playing shows and selling them out no matter where you go then people are going to know who you are and um you know if if things go in the trajectory that i'd hope them to then i will in the future want a bit of like i guess privacy and separation of who i am as a person and the people who know me in my day-to-day life and um the incredible people who come and watch my shows like i still want people to feel like they know me but i do (laughs) want some things that are still mine yeah i was gonna say you've you've Speaking of that, you know, um, fame, um, you know, is there is there a particular bucket list item that that's just sitting there in the corner, going, "I want to be ticked." Uh, I want to play Red Rocks. You're gonna have to remind me what that is. That's a festival, isn't it? No, it's a it's a um, it's a venue in the US, and it's ah. like in the desert, and it's a natural amphitheater outside. It's so incredible and i think it seats maybe like eight thousand. so it's not mm. like it's not the hugest arena or anything like that but it's definitely that that's a bucket list item mm. um mm. I'd, lo- I'd love to play that <laughs> i was gonna say i've never never heard of it so it's what out in the middle of in the middle of the desert and that you yeah said. it's Have- just it's it's a big natural amphitheater and it's outside um it's a pretty ac- iconic venue. Okay. Actually. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. An, I'm not an overly expert in like what happens in the US in terms of their music. So that, that's that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't actually know that place existed. <laughs> well, you'll have to, you'll have to look into it. There's some I, pretty incredible performances that have that I'll, have happened there. I will. I was going to say, have you actually been there before as a no, spectator? No, I haven't. I yeah. would love love to, but uh, I haven't yet. But maybe the first time I go is when I play. Who knows? Well, that, that'll that'll have to be it. I've always had this thing, and I've said this before to people. I said I don't want to ever try Guinness here while I'm in Australia. The first time I want to try Guinness is when I'm in in Ireland in a pub in Ireland or something. So it's the same it's the same concept. I think you, you're waiting yeah. for that perfect moment to experience it for the first time. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Let's let's flip the coin the other side. Did you previously have a bucket list item 
in terms of your music musical achievements that you have already ticked off and accomplished? Um, yeah, I've been recording an EP, releasing music. I haven't obviously released the EP yet, um, but hint, hint, uh, folks. Yeah, it's 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 coming. Keep that, an that, eye out. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, that was pretty huge. I think um, playing with a band now, like that, that was that was a goal. I um, maybe like a year ago wrote out a um, a bunch of goals that I wanted, and one of them was like they, they seem really silly and really small, but like one was like getting ten thousand streams on a song, and I got that. Um, and congrats. Thanks. And getting played on radio, like that was on my list and that's happened with like so many incredible stations and I, I got spins on Triple J and like that was pretty huge. I think there's there's a lot that I um I kind of forgot about until I wrote that list that my my friend told me to because I, I'm the kind of person that has like um like I'll keep moving goalposts and I'll forget about the things that I already did. And I think it's pretty important if you're someone who who chases goals and especially in the music industry that can be pretty like brutal sometimes is to take a moment to acknowledge the things that have actually happened because it's pretty easy to get caught up in like, okay, well, we've done this thing. So now about how about this thing? And it's great to keep moving, but it's also really important to to like take a moment and celebrate the wins. I want to briefly touch on on that sort of concept you're mentioning there because uh, it falls under a, a term that I think is used quite a bit in mental health where they talk about self-care and that yeah. sort of thing. So do you consider that part of your own personal self-care apparatus? Yeah. I'm Honestly, I'm not that great at it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think um, anyone's perfect at it. It's like yeah, anybody that's, I'm- you know, not – yeah, no, I, don't, I can't think of anyone that's got it down absolutely pat. And I think that's where your friend, like people that you trust come into it, where they can sort of push you in the right direction. Yeah, I think I um, when people think self-care, like a lot of people think, oh, no, like bubble baths and, and like I'll reading have a that extra and, chocolate bath. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, buying chocolate and, and those things. If they fall into self-care, like that's great. That is so, you know, what whatever helps people get through their day and be better in their own selves and and mind is is great but I think sometimes it can be a bit simpler than that like it can just be like hey you've actually been doing a really good job and you've been doing all these things you've been working really hard and like taking a moment to acknowledge that because it's like I have unrelenting standards for myself like I'll 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 do something at 98% and be like it should have been 100 um so I'm trying to to like I guess actually be as nice to myself as I would be to other people like if I was supporting a friend through them playing a gig or releasing music or literally anything I'd be comforting them and be saying that they did a really great job and you know like I would not be anywhere near as harsh to a friend as I am to myself so I'm trying to just kind of scope it back a bit with like how critical I am Mm. so it sounds like you consider yourself maybe a little bit of a perfectionist, and I don't mean that in a negative sense whatsoever. I know a lot of people that do consider themselves as such. So, oh, 100%. <laughs> so, is there a lot of cases then when you're either in the studio or reviewing what you've just recorded where you have to go back and either edit it, re-record it, readjust it, add bits here, I don't know, what, like, you know, anything in the post-production stage? How, how nitpicky are you with that? with that point in time very nitpicky but I tend to be like 
I kind of do it as it's happening more than in post because um, I know like a lot of people are really happy to get their engineer to like fix things, but I have a bit of a complex about like singing things perfectly and I'm a perfectionist in that sense. And I, I had this quite uh, interesting conversation with a producer the other day, just not not one I was working with, but just was we were talking about auto-tune yeah. and, um, and he was just saying that everyone uses it and I was like, oh, I don't. And he was like, there's no way. Like, he's heard my stuff and he's like, your stuff is tuned. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, And he, he didn't believe me because he was like, it's too in time and it's too in tune. And I was like, that makes me like, sure, I can take that as a, a compliment and I kind of do. But I was like, it makes me a bit sad that if things are really good now, people think that it has been like messed with because I was like, no, that was me in the studio being like, let's do it again. I'm not happy with it. It's like those people that um and, and please correct and please correct me if you are one of those people, um, Aya, uh, I don't don't mean any offense whatsoever that think that the pyramids were built by aliens. You know the kind of people, <laughs> and it's okay. So I'm laughing. So I know I'm in safe territory here. Okay. Yeah. So you know the people that say, "Oh, aliens built it. They didn't have wheels. They didn't. Uh, 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 they couldn't have moved these blocks that far with the technology." And it's like, excuse me. They did. They <laughs> and, just and worked actually- really hard. <laughs> <laughs> the Egyptians were perfectionists, guys. Never underestimate yeah. the power of a power of a hundred thousand people plus. Uh, plus, you know. Someone at the top who's just, you know, nope, that's two millimetres out of the way. Do it again. Yeah. Like, and and there's, um, I mean, this song hasn't come out yet, but there's there's this one. Oh, like, I, like, I like sneak peeks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more a, a sneaker <laughs> note, I guess, on the, on the song. But um, there's this one run that I do in there that, like, I did, I think we were, like, we maybe did, like, 62 takes or, like, 63 takes, mm. like, something ridiculous. And I felt like I kind of felt bad that I kept putting Zave through the same thing. And to be honest, like it's still not how I wanted it. So, but it's like, it's pretty damn close. And I, when I was talking to this producer the other day and he was saying that like things always tuned and, and like fixed afterwards, I was like, you know, I'm so open to other people doing whatever they want to do to their music. But for me, it's just an integrity thing. I'm like, I'm a singer. I want to do my job as best as I can. So then like a producer can focus on his job as best as he can. And then the mixing engineer just thinks about the mix. Like he's not thinking about fixing my vocal. He's just doing what he wants to do. And like, yeah, I just... I guess that's that's the thing for me. I, I am a perfectionist and sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's, it drives me up the wall and probably drives other people up the wall, but it's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, it, I think this is a good transition, I think, to the song that we're going to play in a sec because you mentioned about how you're very, you're very um, pedantic about your vocals and how they come yeah. out. Very precise vocals and and the la- vocal layering, especially on this next track. So we are going to play one of your your previous singles, Insanity. Yay! <laughs> and it does, yeah. And it is. It's a very vocally focused track because there's these sort of um, runs up in the chorus that I thought, oh, there's definitely some a lot of um, effects going on in there, but it's very precise. I did really pick up on that when I was listening to it. So was that? That makes me happy. I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, tell us a bit about this one, and I guess how it came about. So what you were thinking at the time when it was um, coming out in the studio? Well, the song actually started with the like the run in the chorus. Um, the, mm. ah, ah, 
science was like that was in my head for like maybe two weeks or something before um i wrote it because you know when those uh, ideas come in it's like you're always on the mind it's like have i oh shit is that am i trying to do this person who have (laughs) i copyrighted i literally so um i was at a festival was it april 2018 i think um ancient history folks yeah right it feels like five years ago (laughs) (laughs) and um and yeah, so when we were there, I was walking around and I was like, is this a song? And was just like singing that <laughs> at people. I was like, I think I went around to like maybe 30 different people and like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, well, it's going to be. And I sat down um, with my guitarist and was like, <laughs> hey, can we find some chords that like work around this? Because it, it, the, the thing that is um, pretty key about it is that it sits on my vocal break so I can like lilt up from my chest voice yeah. into my into my head voice. And um, so we – we we based it around that and the song actually fell out pretty quickly, like maybe in like two hours or something. And then we played it at a gig that night, but it was like, I was frustrated because I was seeing someone at the time and I just like left to go to this festival. And like, I could see that it, I basically like, I started seeing this person and I could see that it was going to be really messy. And I was like, I, I got the classic, Oh, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship line. Like just before I went to this festival, and I was like, of course you're not. No worries. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, when, when we started writing this, it was just kind of like that was that was what fell out. Mm. Um, and uh, actually when when this person and I broke up or, you know, broke things off. It's not all um, happy endings, folks. It's not, it's, it's not all happy endings. It's fine. Like, we're, we're good. We're <laughs> oh, friends now. Okay. That's, but- <laughs> oh, that's, that's, okay I, I stand corrected. <laughs> I mean, at the time, it was it was it was sad, but we're good. It's been like it's been a while since. He's just happy because he um, got a song out of it. Yeah, well, actually, that's what I was going to say. Is when we were breaking up, like I felt a bit brutal, but I was like staring at the wall and just because we'd already like, like I said, it was messy. We'd already kind of gone through the motions a few times and decided we were going to cut things off and started seeing each other again and all that kind of classic, classic um, stuff and. So when it felt like we were going through this like a breakup conversation for like maybe the third time and I was just staring at the wall, just kind of like zoning out. And um he asked me what I what I was thinking about because I kinda like had a bit of a laugh to myself. And um I was like, No, 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 it's it's all good. And he's like, Please, please tell me. I really, really want to know. Oh no. And I was like, <laughs> I was like um, I was honestly I was just thinking that maybe we met so I could write the song that gets me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just kind of a bit dumbfounded and I was like well I know it was a brutal thing to say but he like pushed pushed the point and we laugh about it now but actually you know like sometimes I think it's true like sometimes I think maybe as artists we we are put in situations um that test us and you know test our emotions and make us sad and make us angry or whatever maybe so we can get good art and I don't know if that's a great way of looking at it but it kind of helps me process things at the time and be like okay this situation sucks and I hate it but maybe it was just so I could make some really cool art that helps other people get through their emotions as well it's your most streamed song so it was definitely worth it whatever happened (laughs) (laughs) not to be brutal or anything (laughs) well look like I said I laugh about it now and so does he 
that's good. That that's that's you know going back to the, the endings. At least, at least it's a at least it's a happy ending at the end of the day. All sunshine and yeah. rainbows, and uh, and the three dollars of Spotify money that you're owed. Yeah, like the whole three dollars. <laughs> I might like get like half a coffee or something. <laughs> Have a latte on me, Spotify. <laughs> let's let's um let's play it. Yeah, In, sounds ins- good. Insanity. It's, it's insane. Uh, that we should come back and uh, chat a bit more afterwards, but I'm just a bit mad. So there you go. <laughs> we'll be back soon, folks. Please hold on to your horses and uh, hear it. And I'll, I'll say that again. That was terrible. <clears throat> hold on to your horses, folks. We'll be back before you can say nay. You said I should be careful. You said not to fall. But I want you to care for me A little's better than nothing at all We agreed you're not ready Your heart is a mess So I'm treading carefully
I hope you've all been losing your minds over that song. That was Insanity, one of the uh, one of this year's singles by the awesome Aya Eves. Or Aya, 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 yeah, no, that was right, wasn't it? Aya. It was right. <laughs> I got it right, folks. How about it, eh? Aya Eves, who, uh, as as you as you all know, I've got right here on the line with me chatting about her, about the music she's been putting out this year and all the all the stories behind the thongs. Um, I, great song, very s- strong, such a strong track. Uh, and each, actually, should I say, each individual track you've been putting out this year absolutely stands out on its own as just a great, great pop single. Thank you. You've been working a lot, I see, with, and you did mention him in the previous, uh, previously when we were chatting, your producer Xavier. So I was yeah. hoping because you've you've worked with him on all of the songs you've released this year. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, what brings you back to Xavier as a producer? Because you must, to work with him, you know, again and again and again, must mean there is some sort of special connection going on there. Honestly, like, he's just incredibly talented. And a huge thing is that he is really talented and is still very, like, humble and easy to work with. He's really kind. And I think those things are really important. Like, obviously, this the skill is important, and that's what – what uh, drew me there in the first place. But after working with him on Insanity, um, I just thought it was a really great combination and he had a really good vision for the songs as well. Um, and so I think I, it was funny because when, when we um, when we worked on Insanity, I was so nervous. Like I'd, I'd never, I'd never like gone into a studio with a producer to like kind of take the song beyond what I, um, what I had done like demo wise. And so I kind of sat there pretty silently, which is weird for me. Like I'm the chattiest, one of the chattiest people I know. Um, and the pre-recording nerves. Yeah, I did. I I was so nervous and like Zave just put me at ease. He, um, you know, would always ask for my way in and, he was very like open about if I didn't like anything for it, that he was super happy to change it, which I think like those things are really important. They sound kind of obvious, but um, if you're like kind of first time recording or even like even you're not first time recording, like you need someone who um, makes you feel comfortable enough to say what you need to say. If there's, if there's things you don't like, cause obviously like anything creative, like people are putting part of themselves into it. And sometimes you feel like you don't want to, you don't want to step on anyone's toes, but at the end of the day, like it's still your music. So you need to feel comfortable to um, make sure that it's like what you want to be putting out. You mentioned that, cause you mentioned that insanity was the first song you did together. Yes. So yeah, you, you mentioned there was quite a bit of anticipation moving into yes. the first time you recorded. So had you not really had much of a chance to sort of uh, meet, meet him before? Was this sort of the first time you'd really yeah, we, had we've spent met, time together? Like, we met at the session. Right. So, how did yeah. you come about? How did you come about choosing Xavier as the main producer? What What was that? What was that process like? So, I'd um, I'd been following him for a while, and uh, oh yes, the old the old fa- the old fangirling, the old fangirling uh, no, uh, strategy. Yeah, like, I guess I, I think it was more artistic <laughs> appreciation. Ah, uh, yes, that's what they call it in the industry these days, yeah. folks. Um, it's all about but- your choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> but he had produced um, Grace's EP, like mm. um, Grace with two A's. And I've known her since like we were maybe like 12 or something like that. And um, we 
you know, would check in with each other along along the ways of music and be just really supportive of each other and, and what we were doing. And obviously, like, she's had quite a bit of success come her way, which is amazing. And um, we were talking this one time and she was asking how, like, music was going and I, I was feeling a bit frustrated because I'd approached a few producers um, and was kind of – I was getting turned back um, from quite a few people and – I was feeling a bit disheartened um, and I was kind of telling her about that and I'd approached this producer and he had told me that um, my voice was great but my songwriting was lacking um, and it was it was Ooh. a pretty big blow. Yeah, it, it, it definitely um, took, took the wind out of my sails a little bit and I think that the songs I was sending forward, it wasn't like I wasn't trying to release those ones. I wasn't trying to get them produced. I was just trying to get into some like co-writing sessions and I was attaching those songs just to be like, hey, like I can write a song. Like these are songs I've written. Um, I'm trying to like move beyond like the folk music that I have been writing, but just like I guess I was just kind of trying to show like, hey, I can I can write a song. This 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 is what I've done. And um yeah, so I was feeling pretty disheartened from that that email, and I was telling her about it, and she was basically just like, oh, "Stuff that guy! Like, you should work with my producer." I was like, "But it's that's Dave, and like, isn't he hella busy?" And she was like, "Yeah, but like, it's fine. I'll talk to him." And <laughs> let me talk. And, uh, my guys talk to his guys. I'll arrange a meeting. I'll buy him dinner. It's all good. <laughs> but to be honest, like, I didn't, I didn't follow that through for a while because I was really nervous that I'd just get another no, um, and. I kind of let it sit for maybe like three months or something like that. And then I wrote Insanity and I was like, I think this is the song. Like I, I feel confident to go forward with this song because it, it, it felt different to everything I'd written before. It felt like a pop song. Um, and I was like, it's really catchy and I like it. So <laughs> I, um, we, we made an acoustic demo, Victor and I, who was um, the guitarist I co-wrote it with and yep. sent it to Dave. And he was like, yeah, this is great. I'd, I'd love to work on it. And that was kind of how, how the process started. Um, yeah. Is was- there, I was going to say, with that, that process then, how you originally envisioned the song when you were writing it yourself compared yeah. to the final product, how much of a, I guess a disconnect was there because was there much of a stylistic change that you went through during the studio well, process? I mean, to be honest, I didn't really have an expectation of what it was going to sound like. I, cause I'd only, it was just like my voice and a guitar. That's how we wrote it. And that's the only way yeah. that I'd like ever heard myself. And that's the only way that I'd, um, kind of had anything come out was like me mm. and a guitar and then you know maybe we'd add keys and drums and it was all very like live acoustic um instrument focused and I knew okay. I, I wanted I wanted to move into this like electronic space but I didn't I didn't know how and I didn't know what it would sound like and so I um I honestly really just trusted Zave because of all the all the work that he's done and so when I showed him the song he's like yeah I, I know where I, where I want to take this and he just kind of started like building out sounds was like hey do you like this and I think there was like maybe only like one or two sounds I was like mm, not really my vibe um and just kind of sat in the session and um listened and if there was something I didn't like then I would say so but honestly I just kind of put it in Zave's really capable hands and he did an amazing job and that's why I've kept working with him. So when you are writing you know originally putting down the songs to paper are you more just uh, all right I'll just put some open chords over it or do you like to add flourishes in that original original and that and those in those first steps? 
Um, to be honest, like my songwriting process has changed a fair bit in the last year. Like it used to mm. just be me and a guitar. <laughs> and um, now I like will go into a session with a producer and they'll like lay down a beat and, and it start building a track. And then we'll like it kind of generally the vibe goes like beat, chords, melody, lyrics. Um, so is this it, something uh, that you've now started to ease into since since putting out these new singles this year? Yeah, because I kind of I used Insanity to like once it was produced because it was produced back in like June last year, so yeah. it's like it was ready then, um, and I used it to kind of get myself into some sessions with people. Um, I because you know when I was sending those first songs, they were just like acoustic demos me with a guitar and I think people found it hard to see where I was trying to take the project but then having this this um stepping stone I guess or like this this sample of like where I was trying to go made it a lot easier for people to know that like we could collaborate on something and like come up with something together um so I actually used the story behind the next song that you're going to play behind Deary, like how that came to be, how I got into the session with, with Lanks was mm. pretty, like, I was just determined. I was like, this is going to happen. I'm going to write a song with Lanks. And I had followed his music for a while. He'd written some songs with some of my friends. Yeah. And yeah. I just didn't, I, I thought I had to get a bit, like, creative about, like, making it happen. Because I just felt like when you try and email someone, you're cold emailing them and they don't know you, they're probably getting, like, <laughs> Heaps of these emails. So um, he was – you see where this is going, right? <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, – yeah, well, you know, the fangirling part two, you know. It wasn't – it wasn't no, Email it wasn't boogaloo. Like, well, I was just like – the music industry is hard and when everyone's trying to, like, get into a room with someone to write a song, like, how are they going to know that, like, you're, you're going to get along Legit. or you're – gonna write a good song or whatever so like generally if you meet someone in person like they're more likely to want to work with you and he was um being part of the melbourne sessions um he was one of the the mentors and i was like cool and i bought a ticket to go and you're not meant to really be able to like pick your mentors um they just kind of like put you in and you get what you get and um, I wrote in my, like, dietary requirements box, I was like, please, I'm driving from Canberra. Can I please be in, like, this session? And um, I, I drove drove down and there was only, like, five people in the session. And then at the end, Will was like, hey, um, can you guys, like, show me what you've been working on? And I had, like, I literally only had Insanity. And so I played that. And, the, like, for the, for the other songs, like, there was quite a bit of, like, open feedback and people kind of chatted out. And... I played, yeah, played Insanity and he was like, oh, I like don't really have anything to say. Just that like I'm really excited for your career. And it was very – he was so beautiful. He's such, such a kind person. And um, I was like, hey, well, uh, if you like that, can we maybe write a song together? <laughs> uh, and, the um, classic segue. Yeah. <laughs> Works and wonders, folks, obviously. Well, <laughs> he's, he's also in a, in a band with – save there they have yeah. a group project okay moon and um so i obviously knew that he knew zave and yeah. then when i told him that zave produced it he was like oh cool well like if zave's willing to work with you like he's a busy guy like he he must see something in you so like i'm willing to kind of do the same thing you mentioned about the melbourne sessions so was that some yeah. sort of songwriting camp it's it's run by um 
Music Victoria and like mm. APRA sponsor it. And it, it's basically like a, I think it was only one day, um, but it's a, a one day like workshop and you have um, in like, there's like keynote speakers and stuff. It's just like a networking thing too. Yeah. Like there was, there was keynote speakers and then um, in the afternoon you went into like a workshop um, with a mentor and it was meant to be like they talk about their songwriting process and maybe give you some pointers on yours and that's kind of what happened with um with Lennox because he was he was running one of those and so that's why I was like I just need to get in a room with him and I can show him the song and then it'll work and then we we um wrote Dear E together in our in our session. Well, we'll come back to the the song too because we are, as you mentioned, as you dropped the bomb before I was ready. Uh, we are going to play Dear E soon, but. I just wanted to ask, I was just about to say, I've, that's right, that was going to be my question. Um, what's what's the most unconventional piece of wisdom or advice someone's given you, one that you, you wouldn't have expected, sort of bit, maybe a bit left of field, and has ended up being either really good or so bizarre it's just laughable? Uh, what I, has there been, ever been an experience where that's happened? I don't know if it's been really like, if there's been any bizarre pieces of advice to be honest well, maybe like unconventional all- wisdom stuff you wouldn't have thought would be important then you know as whatever in hindsight has turned out to be really good advice i feel like it's all been pretty conventional when you think about it <laughs> i've yet to have some like like spooky encounter where someone says something where i'm like oh i don't know i guess in terms of unconventional things people have told me Maybe when I was like seven, it's not so much uh, advice, but um, yeah, I was like seven or eight and I was at a, at a festival and this woman came up to me and she just like put her hands on my shoulders and looked me in the eye and was like, you're going to be really successful. And I was like, like, I'm like seven or eight. Like I was literally a kid and I was like, okay. And um, she was like, people with markings in the middle of their face are always really successful. And I just have like, I have a mole above my lip that's like right in the yeah. middle. Um, and I was like, look, I'll take it from this random witchy lady that I met at this festival. Like, that was pretty unconventional. I don't know if it's, yeah, it's not advice, but I was like, I think back to that and I'm like, well, that lady said it, it must be right. <laughs> I'll take it as it comes. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about the latest single because um, it is a very personal track. Yes. So I was hoping maybe you could give us a bit more insight as to, I guess, maybe the themes behind it, and what yeah. you were thinking when you were when you were going in with Lanks and and uh, co-writing it, or what? I guess maybe what was being brainstormed even when you were going towards putting it together. To be honest, it wasn't really brainstormed at all. It was like I didn't I didn't go into that session expecting to write that song. I didn't. Um, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't want to write that song. Like I I I um, was driving up to my session and. My mum called me and um, she told me that my sister's cancer uh, was untreatable because we knew she'd just gotten diagnosed with breast cancer um, maybe like a couple of weeks before and then they had to go to a specialist appointment and see kind of like how much it had progressed and what the prognosis was and all that kind of stuff. And um, I pulled over and I just had a big cry and was just like, okay, well, I still have to keep driving and I like got to get up to Sydney and do this session. And, but like, obviously it's one of those moments where your life is like changed 
and there's nothing you can, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, and I like, I didn't want to write about that. I was like, it's so heavy. That's such a heavy topic to write about, um, with like someone I've just walked into a room with really. And the next day, um, went, went to my session and we just kind of started by just like talking a lot. <laughs> like we had like a good, like two or three hours of talking, not, not about anything in particular, really. It was just, just like music just industry bar, and as I say, just, yeah. <laughs> and, um, just yeah. kind of, I guess, getting, getting to know each other a bit. And then, hmm. um, Will started making, making some sounds and we, we spoke about artists that we like and we both really love Bonnie Bear. Um, and so we started with a vocal drone and, um, then, uh, Will asked me to like do some mouth percussion and like, in my head, I'm like boots and cats. Like that's that's mouth percussion. <laughs> like I'm not. Yeah, I know what you. I felt give it, I felt so awkward. Give us like, give I, us the example for those who don't know the booms and cats. Uh. Oh no, no one needs to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I walked walked up to the mic and went to like start I don't know like making some kind of mouth percussion noise, and I felt so awkward that I laughed. And so obviously the mic was recording at that point in time. And then um, Will like listened back to it and he's like, oh, your, your laugh is actually like in time and in pitch. Do you mind if I keep it in there? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And by this point, like, you know, there's vocal drones, there's some like gentle percussion, this laughs in there. It's quite emotional um, already. And then Will's like, so what do you want to write about? And I kind of – like I couldn't think about anything else other than the news that I'd just gotten. Mm. Um, and my laugh sounds very much like my sister's and it just kind of like, like made the song happen. Cause I was just like, I, I didn't want to write about it, but when the, the laugh like became a part of the track, I was like, honestly, like I'm so sorry for what I'm about to tell you, but like, this is kind of what I think it has to be. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot to write about. And Will was like, I don't really know where to start with that. And I was like, neither do I. And he's like, how about like, you just, you just sit and write and like, don't worry about whether it's going to be a song or not. Like just, just write and say what you need to say and I'll keep building the track. And so maybe for the next like two hours or something, it was a pretty long time. Um, Will was working on, on the sounds and I was sitting at his dining table and like writing this letter and bawling my eyes out. And, um, you know, at one point, then Will's like, "Hey, can I like read what read what you've written?" And it was it, it felt so weird because it's like I basically just like poured my heart out um, into this into this writing, and and then like you know you have to allow yourself to be so vulnerable with someone that you've really only just met. Like, sure, I met him in Melbourne, yeah. but we we did still still now like don't know each other that well. Um, and do do yeah. you think that maybe? That is an advantage because there's there's less of that expectation because you don't because if you were with someone that you knew really well would you find that perhaps there'd be more or some or somebody that you had that initial that existing relationship do you think there would be more of those barriers to coming whereas there's no expectations with somebody that you're not really that familiar with do you find it easier then to to share those thoughts because there isn't that. There isn't those expectation that's been there because you've known each other for a while. Do, do you get what I'm asking? Yeah, I get. I think partly, um, but yeah, it's hard. I think it depends on the person. Mm. Like, I actually don't think that 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 song could have been written with anyone else. And I'm sure you know 
maybe that's an exaggeration, but like with just anybody because Will is like, he's very gentle and soft spoken and like very, um, he's just like a very gentle soul to be around. Yeah. Like he's, and if he wasn't like that, then that song couldn't have become what it was. Like I felt comfortable enough with him as a stranger to share those things. And so when he like, he wrote, uh, sorry, when he read what I'd written, um, he kind of pulled out his favorite thing was next time around because I was writing about like all the things that I guess I wish I'd done differently and the things we didn't get to do and we won't get to do um, in this, in this life. And I was just kind of taking the angle of like, well, we've got unfinished business and there's going to be another time that like we, we meet each other and we, we don't know when that's going to be, but like when we do, I'm going to do this and this and I'll make sure that like this never happens. And, I don't know. It was just a very like hopeful, reflective kind of letter. And um, we started just like pulling, pulling things out and it all kind of fell together. And Will very much like in terms of the lyrics, he was pretty adamant that it was something that like I had to, I had to write. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. But I also was, I was so nervous because I'd never really done co-writing with people. And I was nervous that my songwriting wasn't any good. (laughs) And um, so I was, like, questioning what I was writing before I even let it come out. And um, we wrote the chorus and, the like, half of the first verse and half of the second verse, and it got to, like, 5 o'clock or something that day, and we were both pretty exhausted. Like, I had a killer headache because I'd been crying all day. Um, And so we, like, decided we were going to finish the song another day or, like, keep working on it separately or whatever. And I went to – Glebe and mm. went and got dinner and I like sat there with my earphones in listening to the track and I ended up just writing the rest of the lyrics. Yeah. Um, I think it was just like, it's not that Will made me feel like I couldn't write. He definitely made me feel like I could, but when you have someone who's like a really amazing songwriter and you look up to them and like you're going into a, a situation that you've never been in before, like it was hard for me to not question my ability. Um, and then just, I think, sitting there by myself, I didn't I didn't feel like I had any pressure because I was like, oh, I can just do it again. Um, I was going to ask to – because I, I and this obviously I appreciate this might, might be more of a personal question, but what was it like then eventually when you had to tell your sister about the song? What was the reaction there? She hated it and loved it at the same time. <laughs> Was that what you was that what you were expecting, or did you have no expectations whatsoever? I didn't really have any expectations at all. I wanted, like, I, um, I wanted her opinion, and I wanted her to be okay with me releasing it. I think that was the thing that I was like quite nervous about because I, I wanted, I, I felt like it was an important song and it had to be shared, but I also didn't want to do that at the, um at any like emotional cost to my sister or the rest of my family. And so that was kind of what made me, made me nervous because um, I knew that obviously it would like bring up a lot of emotions, not just for me, but for her and for for everyone else in my family as well. Um, So like I didn't have expectations of how she'd react, but she was honestly like, it's you. Um, it's your story to tell as well. Like it's not, it's not just mine. So mm. yeah, it's um, it's a really, really good 
well, um, I mean, good in the sense of very deep story, and it's great to see it come out in what is really a, one of your more emotional tracks uh, out of the singles you've put out this year. So it is it's really good to go into depth about that. Uh, before we play the track, I just wanted to, of course, totally switch up. Of course, we need to we need to know where we can find your music and where we can find your social medias and yeah. where we can listen to the the, song, the songs. You can listen to them anywhere that you stream music. <laughs> um, of course. And I am on all socials, well, pretty much all socials, I think, unless there's more that I don't even know that There's exist. always ones that you yeah. don't know um, exist, yeah. As Aya Eves Music, which is A-Y-A-Y-V-E-S Music. Cool. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been really, really insightful and um, so awesome going into into detail about all this. Thanks so much for having me. Do you want to take us out to the break and, and tell us what we're listening to and, and who you are? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm Aya Eves and you are about to listen to D.I.E. Enjoy, folks.
I'm Ais and you're listening to AMR.
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bar talk. Back in the house. Yeah, we're actually uh, the, we're recording for we AMR Melbourne. We so. are in the house. Mm. The, the, ha- the 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 number house. one house. Number one. Ferntree fucking gully. HQ. FT fucking G. Represent. Yeah, boy. Welcome back. Um, hope, did you did you enjoy that that interview, Gareth? How was good was it? Brilliant interview. And it was. Uh, well, I, I, I yeah, was, <laughs> as uh, as I was saying before. Well, as you heard me in the interview, it was just well. As you heard, so I should say that I should say that again. As you would have heard in the interview, just it was really good to see Io go into real detail, uh, in real emotional detail about some of the stories behind the songs. Because not all the time, you don't always get that all the time from a lot of the artists. Some of them are a bit, um, sometimes feel a bit hard to sort of really open up. But you can tell as an artist, she's very comfortable. Ford is a very personal song, especially with her sister getting cancer and that, mm. to open up so much about it. So it was a real pleasure to go into depth about that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, one of our, well, we featured one of our tracks, or we featured Dear E, I think, on The Mint Factory you a did. few weeks what ago. You just, what you just heard before them. Um, but yes, what a great, what a great track as well. Mm. And uh, thanks, I should mention again, thanks to Chris and the team from the PR Files. It was our first PR awesome. Files artist. They're awesome. We interviewed. Yes, they have been seeing us in some of the, some of the really good pop. That's been coming through this year. Yeah. All right. Well, and not just that, but like indie and yeah, um, a little bit of um, rap and everything. So. Just everything. Yeah. No, thanks again, guys. And of course, all of her songs are out now. So make sure you go and, and check her out on her How socials. Do you spell it. Who the artist? Aya Eves. Aya Eves. No, not Eves. 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 Oh, you made the mistake. Eves. It was you. It was it you. Was not. Mispronounced it her was, on, it on, on the show the other day. That's Aya Eves. A Y A Y V E S. Good. We did, we did just go through this. Go to her Facebook. Give her a like. Um, but we came off – so we came off DRE just before. Music. But right then, Gareth. We did hear uh, Absent Hearts, yeah. Um, and what an absolute cracker of a uh, – I suppose it's – what's an EP? I think it's like eight tracks or something. It's pretty much an, pretty much an um, album. Yeah, bring up the um, the, the thing I for me. Yeah, there it is. Um, and it is yep. uh, the album. We do have – I'll let you say this because you were, you were more involved with this than I was. But tell us – what happened the other week on Heavy Reborn? Well, we interviewed Scott K from uh, from Heavy Heart. Uh, so from heavy Abs- Hearts, Absent Hearts. I've got a, I've got a Heavy Heart. Oh, <laughs> well, we uh, we we interviewed um, somebody, somebody from Heavy Hearts on Absent Reborn. <laughs> yes, that's it. Absent Brain, the only AMR on show radio. Absent Hearts is the name of the band from WA, and it is uh, Scott K is the man behind the, the 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 whole thing, the whole shebang of uh, Absent Hearts. Their album. Well, his album, The Peak and The Valley, is now available on Bandcamp. And uh, go to the page, Absent Hearts, for all the info there. Now, it just so happens that Scott is one of the main um, songwriters. songwriters the, the, a little known one band called To Voyager. Yeah, he's, just, he's just in Voyager. <laughs> Sorry. He's only in Voyager. <laughs> only in Voyager. Is, uh, Absent is Hearts me. is just his second band. He's only got 54,000 followers. Uh, 58, sorry. That's going up since I last looked. Um, uh, anyway. Uh, Racking in the numbers, guys. Well, that's, that's an four, extra 4,000 followers since uh, he's uh, brought out the album. So go and check it out. If, you lo- if you've heard of uh, Sleep Makes Waves or the Helix Nebula or the kind of or proggy Voyager. instrumental kind of stuff. Uh, not so much Voyager because Voyager, you just can't go past Danny's guitar. You know, <laughs> so, and and, and but, Danny's amazing vocals, and then you got Simone, and yeah, uh, you know it's that's Voyager's Voyager, but this is uh, Scott's project. But again, Absent just Hearts. another example of just the the 
the the prog influences coming in there and just to great effect. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. brilliant instrumentation as an example. I haven't heard the whole EP yet, and I will certainly go and check. Well, it out. it's out but now. It came out on. Uh, it came out on the sixth. On it only came out. It only came out November. this Friday. Yeah. Yeah, last Friday. So go check it out. Um, and yep. there's the interview with uh, Scott yes. on Heavy Reborn. I think it's uh, two or three episodes ago. Something so. like that, yeah. <laughs> Go and check it out, the Absent Hearts interview on Heavy Reborn with, of course, Mick J, who's now doing the main – and, of course, um, Carly. Carly. yep. But, yeah, Mick doing a lot – Mick and – oh, sorry, not Mick. Mick. Jay doing a lot of the producing now on that one. Yeah, so. he's, he's the producer yeah. now, yeah. But um, Absent Hearts, I should mention, are playing on the Milk Bar down WA on the 12th of December – along with the aforementioned Voyager and as well as Sparrow. So that should be a fun show if you're over across that side of the Nullarbor. <laughs> I wish we had a milk bar that had bands on it here in Victoria. <laughs> Can we, I'm going to open one. So just just over the drone of the the, you know, the, the heavy rock guitars, like, I'd like a curly whirly, please. <laughs> I'm just going to open a venue called Pack and Save. chocolate pick shake as well. <laughs> just open a venue called Pack and Save. Pack and Save. <laughs> uh, instead of the door fee, it's the delivery <laughs> fee. That's what you pay to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Food Works. Next up, Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that isn't a food brand. I don't think there is a food brand called Voyager. <laughs> what if you made, what if you named named a band called Mars Bar whether you'd get sued? <laughs> <laughs> Big Mac. <laughs> and all of your songs are just Next about up, copyrighted Big food. Mac. Big Mac and the pickles. Whopper time. <laughs> hey, hey Gareth, uh, what did what, what was everybody running out of Hunger Jacks? I don't know. Why? Because someone let off the Whopper. But it's- That's shocking. Right. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have Joke of the Week anymore. Um, Heavy Reborn, you can catch that. What day of the week now, Gareth? Uh, whenever it comes out. Okay. So, I, yeah. I, it wasn't just me that was going, this is all over the it's place Usually now. Thursdays. Yeah, usually Thursdays. We it's the same Thursday. day as us. It could be Friday morning. I claim Thursdays. I claim sole authority over Thursdays because that's when we- That's when we- Although- <laughs> <laughs> Although that said, we came out as on Friday last be, week. You're supposed to be streaming Wednesday nights live. We do, we do stream Wednesday nights. Stream. Yes, but we're out obviously yeah, on Thursdays. But no, uh, so Heavy Reborn's out usually on the website am AustralianMusiciansRadio.com every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And I should mention as well the um, the aforementioned Mint Factory, which mm. you're so f- oh so familiar with Gareth. Well, that's supposed to be out Fridays, but sometimes it's Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Right. We run it. We most of the time, ninety five percent of the time, we run a tight ship. Every now and again, it's just yeah. all over the shop. Yeah, um, I should be coming in this week to to Min Factory. Things have been well, busy. So. Things have been up and down. We know that. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Just go to the website AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. Yes, we can find all the uh, bar talk shows. Yeah, and so all the bar talk shows, all the AMR shows. Yes, <laughs> can't get it right. All the AMR shows, including Bar Talk and Min Factory and Heavy Reborn. Yeah. Um, and any outside broadcasts we end up starting to do again. Well, that may yeah, be. hopefully next week. Mm. Mm. But yeah, oh, I should be on Mint Factory this week. Come down and say good day. You are. You're going to host Minty yes. Fresh this week. That should be out by now. Part my wi- almost. This is, a th- this is a Thursday game. Oh, that's no, Friday. Okay, yeah. it's out tomorrow. Be out soon. Mm. Uh, I should hopefully be able to impart my shitty wisdom all over the all over the episode. Yeah, um, well, what yeah, we do I'll is- I'm try, try my very best not to fucking swear on that show. <laughs> no, we don't. We've stopped it too. <laughs> um, we do chicken noises. <laughs> Ah, uh, I see how that works. Well, we don't really. We just don't swear. But there is, uh, there's always a language warning on all of our shows. You know that. Um, I should, we should mention our um, AMR business and promote and uh, community partners as well. We haven't done that yet, man. No, we haven't done that, man. BizOp Solutions. Call one three hundred two four nine six seven eight or go to bizopt.com.au. Thanks to the team too. They uh, sent us across some 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 support lately. Vote for BizOpt. Good team. 
Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Business analysis, project management, and business consultancy. It's uh, all you need to grow your business, to rebuild your business. If you're rebuilding your business after COVID, this is the man to speak to. He'll do every anything you need. Um, Warehouse uh, optimization and implementation. Um, Can you think uh, of a big business word, folks? If you can, Bizop probably do that. um, (laughs) Books. Books. Uh, Spreadsheets. He does the books. Uh, uh, Helps you do the the books. The the micro accounting. Blah, 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 blah. Fiscal support. He said fiscal. Financial pre-management. Yeah, all the business stuff they do. Also, Music Factory Direct. Musicfactorydirect.com. Yeah, musicfactorydirect.com.au. Call them up too. Do you know the number? 9728458. I was actually chatting. 9720. 9720-45581. I think that's right. Yeah. Check them out. Um, just type them in Google. Yeah. You get the number on Music Google. Factory Director at Bayswater Unit t- uh, Unit 2, number 55, Malvern Street, Bayswater. You can pop in now. Yes, you can. But um, but very importantly, you can actually ring them up. They're, they're still manning the phones. I was actually yep. chatting to Adam the other day. Probably going to take a vi- kind of give give him a visit now, soon. I, I believe they actually have moved everything into the front. I'm not sure. Building, but that was but all, they've still they've, got a lot of stuff in stock too. So yeah. give, if you're not sure, if you've got something that you need, uh, music-wise, give them a call because they'll, they'll let you know. You where they, they'll let yeah. you know, A, if they've got it, and if not, they'll definitely be able to order it in for you. It's like the most personal service you'll yeah. ever get. Adam and crew are legends. Um, should mention uh, Suki Lounge too. They're back open again for walk-ins. Yep. And uh, visitors and bookings as well. Hopefully back with the music soon, not too far away. Well, we are supposed to go up last weekend, but things fell through. I'm so sorry, Loss. And um, of course, Russo and Russo, barristers and solicitors. Sorry, Loss. I'm sorry, Loss. Loss, I'm sorry. Loss, I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Shouldn't you be apologising to uh, Steve for not giving him your business? Oh, yeah, well, no, we don't have to apologise to Steve. No, he's, okay. uh, we, we, Steve should be apologising. Yeah, we, no. we give them plenty. No, they, 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 they filled the table, no problem. Um, but no, uh, sorry, Russo, Russo sorry, sorry, well. Tony. Sorry, Tony and Pam. Um, they turned up. I didn't oh, realise this, this was Gareth's confession. This, this is, should this become of, a new it's just segment? one of them, Dan. I've got to do like three of them. <laughs> uh, Far too many to, to mention, get, Daniel. To even get close to being in the good books again. Uh, um, so hopefully so I'm sorry, we'll be Loz. seeing you soon. Sorry, Tone. Sorry, Pam. Sorry, Steve C. <laughs> Love you all. Well, I'll make I'll make it up. We're going. We're going. Okay. Now I'll, I'll we'll tr- be there. <laughs> for for Gareth gets too salty and too too sad. Let's talk about Russo and Russo Barristers and Solicitors. If you've been a criminal, if you want to be a criminal, maybe call them first just to make sure it'll be good. If you <laughs> if you unbooked a table because <laughs> you cracked the shits <laughs> at Siggy Lounge. Call russellandrusso.com.au <laughs> or phone 9387802. So that, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you because I don't remember any of the numbers. I do. Um, big thanks, of course, as well to um, Upway Belgrave RSL, Dan Young Rangers Emergency Relief Service, the Coalition Australia, and I think that's that's it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit. Yeah. yeah. If you want to sponsor us too, hit us up um, via website amrairplayatmail.com. Email, yeah. Or, yeah. or message us on our page, AMR, AMR Australia on Facebook or on our socials, Dan. Uh, Facebook, or Facebook, obviously, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, Instagram, of course, AMR underscore Australia, as well as Twitter, AMR underscore Australia. Yep. Now, I should um I should mention as well, too, we do have the, um, the GoFundMe as well. That's always up. 
GoFund. The GoFundMe. Oh, the GoFund. Well, you just hit donate on the on the website. Yes. Yes, it's all linked. It's all linked to via if you're on Instagram too, because I know a lot of people visit the Instagram page. Oh yes, page. yeah. Link um, in bio. Link is in the bio, and that's for the website. That's for the donate us page. You can even contact us. Yeah. By the via the link in the. Description. I know. I've been checking that out. Yeah, I updated the uh, the social share pick on that. I think. Okay. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. No, but please, if you've got got a bit of cash on you, saved up a bit of money over lockdown, give it to us. Yes. Um, Garth's always thinking about he, he's it was shitting me before about how sh- how um how bad the the stand the mic stands are. So uh they have I'm, I'm gonna whip him into place and make sure he doesn't buy him off wish and gets a proper I had mic to, stand. I had to like rip three old ones apart to make two. So yeah, um, he's, he's needing some more mic stands. Yeah, you can donate a mic stand. You don't have to send yeah, money. Well, if donate, you got any old donate equipment, equipment. Yeah. If you've got any uh, equipment that's still in good use, please please send it to us. Yeah. Um mics would be good or leads. Um, we'd even take a mixing desk or a DI or a definitely a new um, keyboard. There's a few sticky keys on there. Yeah, um, can't promise you won't get it back. If or if you do, it'll be you'll be able unable to press half the keys. <laughs> if um, uh, if there are my Dave Wolf's listening, it's sounding great. The compressor, We're it is sounding it. really fantastic. good. Yeah. Um, we should talk about before we get on any any further and waste any more of your good folks' time. Actually, no, we, we won't call it wasting. It's called uh, diverging. Diverging into un- unwarranted territory, shall we say? Is that a that, that's a flowerier, flowerier way of saying it, isn't it, Garth? Um, I just I'm thinking of garlic bread at the moment. Uh, you're gonna have another piece of garlic bread. We ordered yeah. a pizza earlier, so we, he's um, on the garlic. What's next? Tonight. So it, um, it's yeah, that's good for social distancing. So you get too much garlic on your breath. Nobody wants to get too close to you. Well, it depends if I've got garlic. That's social or not. distancing tips with Daniel. Uh, however, we should we should probably think about the next song that we're going to play. Um, which is yeah. Uh, next next track was sent in, or should I say, the next album was sent in by the awesome Evergreen artist Michael from Evergreen, and this Brisbane rapper Two P, spelt T U space P, has just released his new album Agenda, and uh, he's I've seen him been releasing. He released a COVID song, didn't he, earlier this year? Two P, I think. I'm not sure. I don't I, think we featured that. I, this is the first. I saw time it I've come heard. out through, but no, he's um he's been popping through a bit of like topical stuff, which is fair. But this track off this one is the, I think it's the focus single off the album he's just put out. And it's called uh, Gordy. This was just, this was a cool sort of, he had a cool fly to him. Uh, it sort of stood out, really quite liked it. So it's good to see that come through. Oh, this is the, this is the R&B hip hop segment here. It is. Oh, we managed to get yeah. two R&B songs in this, this week. So are you happy, folks? Are you happy? Uh, we've put them together. And after that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. After that is Dan punching keys on the keyboard. Kachink. He won't cut it out. He's he's not going to bother editing that because it's coming up right now. Um, Three, two, one. There it is. Look, it is um, from Beehive. All right. And And after that, Gareth, what is it? Ben Micah. Nah, Ben. Ben. I'll ban you from the mic if you mispronounce things again. (laughs) It's the second strike this one. (laughs) You see, Loz, it's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> um, it's his new song. I can't even. I can't, I can't even, even read it properly. I can't even, Gareth. I can't. Not this attitude. No. No. Um, yeah. Just, just absolutely ripper. Rip a bit of production. Another, Sid- another smoothness. Sydney cider. Mm. Um. What is? Uh, oh, look. Hang on. Go back. Go back. Well, you mentions Kami. Uh, Kwami. Uh, bringing oh, you like more a bit influ- of Kwame, don't you? Bringing more influences like uh, anime, Andre 3000, 
And on a local tip, Kwame and Joyride. Yeah, well, you're okay. Not, you're, not, you're not reading the PR. We don't read the PRs on this no, show. This, giving, you're confusing us for Mid Factory. I'm just giving it like it's licking a lollipop. You watch. You not, watch. I'm it's like p- licking the lollipop, not sucking the whole thing, all right? I'm just gonna, have a taste, Dan. I'm going to read my PR. I'm going <laughs> to practice reading my PRs for this Thursday. So we you can better. Mid Factory, I better. Yeah, like it's just flow, right? Apparently, hey, it's, it looks like this song's a few years old, but you know what? No, no stress. Um, it's just it just released it now, so that's all all that matters. Well, that's that's what that was written back in 2017. Yeah, that's okay. People that's release it. songs that have been written back 10, 20 years ago. But I can't even wait to play these next two tracks. No, yeah, either. And I hope Kyle has stopped. Actually, Kyle Taylor. I, I noticed today he was on a treadmill mm-hmm. and he put his he was on live Facebook. And all oh, yeah. he did was had him on a treadmill, just walking. Good on him. Sometimes I see Maz. Not Maz Have, has anyone ever seen that um, though? Ben, no. Barker Solomon sometimes goes brought live randomly on Facebook from the Solomons, and he's yeah. just there smoking, smoking his. Yeah, I saw that. But Kyle was just on a treadmill, just doing a walk, as you do. Can't look, Gareth. You can, at least you, you can never say that Kyle doesn't have his own style. <laughs> Good the, on him, the I say. Style Kyle, of Kyle. I like how you. I like how you get your. You keep. You keep so your social media is active, and you get your exercise in at the same time. I think you're a very smart multitasker. He's looking good. I'm looking forward to hearing some more music from him. Actually, certainly, yeah. Um, the, the, ice, the the Kyle, the ISO days of Kyle would be would be very interesting. Yes, definitely. However, we digress. Um, we should play the next two tracks. Fine. Two P with Gordy, and after that, Bam Micah with I can't even on Bar Talk. <laughs> This is my old school, let me show you The game we rock, match the pain that we go through We saw the ads, two views are wants and needs On the stage, second place, we respond to greed Got no currency, so most ten-year-olds shop Live where I'm from, so they got it free Move to rivalries, selling lots of weed To fund a shopping spree, underground economy My uniform didn't match, they would call me names I felt more ashamed, it's some sort of game Seeing all the matters were your glory days
shit with my first payslip Like a kid in a candy store about to waste it I'm a decade late, but what was that? A close reach I own now, but I don't see it owns me Wore baggy jeans when cargoes are in Flanders came back when I'm in Ed Hardy's And near fitted hats when snapbacks are started to win Better keep these just in case I are big again I know how it works now What make it the men? Some are all merchandise, I'm the face of a brand If I worship idols, kids will try to decide Who will and go viral I wish I could have advised my peers I'm not defined by gear But by my ideas that I write right here Regret the stress I caused for being so selfish But some have not yet learned being so jealous Trying to outdo a pioneer said Ain't enough to boast about our bins, get a Learjet But someone's always richer, their fears threat Kill the earth competing or enlighten your mind Are you there yet? And I wish I was a This is Shakira, and you're listening to AMR. But baby, I finally did it Said I got over you Over you Damn, that shit has been overdue Missing your eyes and missing your smile And missing just being that close to you uh, I was done with that Till you text my phone and it rushed right back In the middle of a subway line I nearly broke down and had a mini heart attack uh, uh, Feels in my feels, babe You're the devil in a pair of high heels, babe But I won't lie I'm weak for you and it kills my life oh. When you say that you love me And there's no one above me now Baby, you caught me deep And I can't even, I can't even, I can't even Sleep right now, you're in my head and it's fucking annoying Stop sending me pictures of us two together, I hate it girl This is my heart that you're toying with Leaving me out of breath Cause I know for a fact that I'll get my hopes up and boast up Then you'll get choked up and probably leave again I was done with that, built my walls high for the thunder clap Till in the middle of a subway line, I nearly broke down It had a mini heart attack <gasps> Feels in my feels babe, you're the devil in a pair of high heels babe but I won't lie, I'm weak for you and it kills my life oh, so When no. you say that you love it's me so And there's no one above it's me so now just say no. Baby, you 
can't leave even, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even Welcome back to Bar Talk with uh, Dan over there in the driver's seat and GM here. That was uh, 2P with, oh, that, the last one was actually Band Micah. <laughs> I can't even, and before that was 2P, Gordy. Uh, but yeah, the, the I don't know, the... Oh. Bit of this, bit of that, <laughs> bit of something. You know, just... Know, just, you know, that thing. Can, uh, mm, it's on, the, it's on the, the tongue of my tip. I can, I can feel that dance. I can feel that, oh... Yeah, no, I can't even buy Band Micah and Two P with Gordy. Check them out, folks. Give them a spin. Check out the artists, of course, and make sure you like the artists that you like today and support them when you can. Yeah, look at our socials. We've got all the links to the to the bands. So I'm always click, like, I'm, like 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 like. I'm anal about the uh, the tagging, Gareth. You know that. So yeah, you know I, that I'm I'm pedantic. I, if, I only tag it if I know if it's been certified 110 percent Daniel correct. I do it in stages because <laughs> <laughs> it's very painful. I've seen your um, tagging; it's all haphazard here and there and every fucking where. Go getting told off for am, having an unmuted phone. Then. Yeah, <laughs> like, who does that anymore? I don't even do that on Mint Factory. I like it. Um, hey. I just. <laughs> You know me, I'm a man. I don't have to say anything. I just throw stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because you're a bit more physical when it comes to the punishment. So I'm more like, no, oh, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I chuck a chuck. You've chucked shit at me when I've when I've been a naughty boy on the on the desk. And I've, what did I throw at you? Ah, uh, you've you've thrown me some choice words. That's what you've done. <laughs> Threw a mic socket at you. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah, um, knock him out. He's so. It's okay, Gareth. You can um, you can. Buzz away as you so please, because right now, it's your favourite segment of the week, Gareth. Dun, dun, dun. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. <sighs> now, Gareth, I have been a very generous boy and have given you a quarter of this week's alcohol review because it comes in four cans. I'm scared. Yeah, but um, I'm a little bit, little bit anxious about this one. It's been, it's been sitting in me, uh, sitting in me cupboard for a few weeks because uh, I haven't had a chance to. No, because I did. I bought it right before I did sober October. So sober October. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. I never. You know, you, you know what really pisses me off? I only thought up of that name when October ended. 
So I've only been referring to it as Sober October <laughs> after October finished. When, when and is, throughout October, I'm, just like, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing a dry month. We just call it Remember November. <laughs> no, but I'm drinking again, so it's like it's unremembered November. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I get scared every time I see wine in a can. Um, I don't well, know. So this one, it is it is as Gareth just you know prematurely ejaculated the name the the type of drink away. It is a wine in a can. To be precise, it is a. Ooh, it says at the top an artisanal spritzer. That's that's a bit of wank right there, folks. Um, but it's a Pinot Gris. It's a sparkling Pinot, Pinot Gris, Gris. <laughs> with apple and strawberry. Uh, now, Gareth, Tom, are you keen for the? Uh, are you keen for the the wine wank before you open up the thing? This is like the the most wanking get I think in alcohol. I reckon Loz. I reckon Loz would be turned on by this. This would be a this would be a Loz drink. I feel. No, she doesn't like. No, I. I don't think she likes the mixes. No, she at doesn't all. like the mixes. Okay. No, this yeah. isn't a mixer. This is a flavored wine. I don't know. Who knows? Something. 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 Business executive has gone. We've got a shitload of Pinot Gris left. What should we do? I'll uh, both put some apple T- and strawberry T- in it. Tony would be more into this, I think. You, re- you reckon? Yeah. He's got a yeah. soft side, that Tone. Yeah. Do you want me to leave a can in here if we think it'll be. Yeah, yes. Actually, I'll leave, I'll leave the two other two cans in here if we think you'll like it. I'll, see t- what his I'll, taste tell, you, is. I'll tell you next week. Okay. Joey drank him, all right? No, 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 no. I'll. When I come back on Thursday, we'll give one to him. Oh, okay. You got to yeah, keep yeah. him in the fridge, though. No, Tony's Gat- not here. I know. Is he not coming this week? No, we've got Tony oh, this okay, week. Yeah, okay. No. Spoiler alert, folks! Wow. Mm, sorry, Tony's not on this week. No, it's just you. Man. I'll Loz. have to take them back then, won't I? On the mint, on the mint factory. Um, however, we'll, the we'll wine save one wank. for Loz. We'll save one for Loz, and, we'll ma- and she'll probably make you eat your words. I can tell you right now, Dan. Uh, yeah, you're in so for the, the wine you've, wank. You've says, pushed the wrong button. Oh, there, hold, pal. hold up! All right. Hold up! And we're going to say she's, this. She's coming after you. I can. She's already started. She's already left her place. And she hasn't even heard this episode yet. That's that's how much in trouble you are. I mean, already she hasn't even heard this episode yet. Uh, however, the um, <laughs> she can feel it. I'm telling you, <laughs> Gareth she knows exactly what's happening. It's wine wank time. We're going to let a man speak about the can wank, apple and strawberry. So pe- like picnic, what? picnic, perfect apple and strawberry team. I, just, I don't care what it's called. with the pear and citrus flavours of our dry just, Pinot Gris. Just tell me the alcohol content. A reviving and refreshing spritzer. Serve chilled. You're lucky it's been a few hours since I've arrived because it was not refrigerated before I arrived. I'll tell you what, Loz, this looks suspiciously like an Aldi energy drink, all right? <laughs> I, it is, I'm not kidding. It looks almost exactly the same. And um, in true wineish fashion, yeah. What's is, what's the alcohol percentage? I can't read well, it. It's one point six standard drinks, and I'm trying to see. Where, I'm trying to see where the percentage is. But yeah, one point six standard drinks per can. It's really hard. I cannot see that. There okay. we go. Eight, it's really really hard to see down the side. Eight percent. Eight. Eight percent. Okay. Standard wine. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Ready? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh yeah. Nearly in unison. Oh, this smells nice. It's a very strong strawberry smell. Mm. Hey. Hey, this is this is surprisingly pleasant. I, I had no, no expectations whatsoever. So, mm. you know, you can taste the strawberry and you can taste the apple, can't you? You can. You can and taste you can both taste quite the easily. Pinot Gris. Yeah, uh, um, and you can taste the alcohol, which is probably not good, but um, <laughs> that is in a can. Cheers! <laughs> Cheers! Mm. Yeah, I agree. I, I, um, a- I agree. Pinot Gris. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I Pinot Agree. 
A Pinot I, I, I Pinot, yeah. yeah. Pinot yeah. Green. Yeah, I Pinot agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's less sweet than I was expecting, actually. It's a bit, yeah, it's, it's um, a sour, it's a, quite a sour taste, actually. Or like to the extent, you know what, you know what I'm I getting? Expecting. You know what I'm getting? I'm getting a hint of V energy drink in the back, like the V taste. Oh, the, yes. <laughs> that's there. That's the apple taste that I'm getting in the back. Do you reckon V has apple flavour in it or like mm. rip off? Like grapey apple kind of. Rip off the grapey sort of. kind of apple sort of flavour. Rip off chemical apple flavour? Mm. But that's that's what I'm getting. That's, it's, has that's, it got apple? It's a has late flavour. That's It's very late ah. in the palate. So I'm spilling it while I'm trying to read the ingredients. I did that too. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not ver- like, like the, the lettering, guys, is vertical. Like it's not horizontal as you read across like, where you've got the can up. So this is my review back to the uh, wine, the makers. Like of this, if you've got is, a can in your hand, do not try and read the barcode. Well, it's open, all right? Yes. So the, the makers of this are Crafters Union, whoever, wherever they're based. They're an Australian brand, obviously, because it's, it's Aussie, Aussie wine. But um, here we go. The uh, Crafters Union, established 2016, is a group of winemakers with a desire to create something a little unique. can certainly say that. They are passionate about making the spritzes that you drink even more memorable than the way they look. Memorable. Blah, 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 blah. Even more memorable. A memorable. Uh, well, this is certainly memorable. They're not, they're not wrong on that. But um, fuck it. Crafters Union, if you're going to put your wine wank, we want to read it while we're drinking. So please do it horizontally, not <laughs> fucking vertically. So I, I spill the fucking thing all over the floor. There you go. Come on. Come on, Gareth. Give us a rating. Um, out of, uh, what's the barcode number? Out of, out of five barcodes. <laughs> Hang on. I'll read the barcode. Okay. I give it 9.42103.85723. out of five barcodes. I do have my glasses. He's got now. his glasses. I thought you said they were missing. You're telling me you had them in your pocket all the time, all this time. Well, you know, they're probably on my head too. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a 9.42103303082. I was going to say, what's the difference in the barcode? Well, for, exactly for, for, the same. A, for a wine spritz, so that's a really good spritz. I like that. Do you want me to, do you want me to leave the other cans here? Because I'm, I think I'm. I think you're um feeling it more than me. It's gonna it's gonna smash me. I'm gonna feel shit in the morning. But okay. <laughs> so now I when I come back I'm, on Thursday, I'm easy to, I don't know who's drunk the rest of them. I'm easy to please. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just a tad too sour for me. I've never been in the sour bloke. I reckon Selena would like this. Congratulations to that uh, company. You should send us a slab for free. Crafters Union, mm. get the name right. If you want, if you want the slab, you have got to get name recognition down. Crafters Union. Crafters Union. If you want to get pissed, don't give us a miss. Sounds like a wanky, a wanky. They'd make a wanky pale ale. This is the kind of stuff you take to a country picnic meeting. All right, and look, the country and, and, women's association and, annual general meeting. Yeah, and you're going to be the, you're going to be like, like the, the second coolest dude on the track. If you no, the country races. You know the the country yeah, that's horse right, yeah, races. The picnic, yeah, that's yeah, the on meeting, country yeah. meet. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the kind of shit you drink at the races. Yeah, like this has got Manangatang written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the Dapto Races Down this year. They're drinking the Kabutti by Crafters Union. We think differently on our wines and the way you get pissed on the track. <laughs> This'll get you rooting some random chick that you met five minutes ago out the back of the Forex tent. Oh, God. Forex? Where I see. Northern New South Wales or Queensland for that one, because yeah. no one, no one would touch that south of yes. No way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I went up to Sydney, I don't think I ever. I don't. And this is because I don't drink Forex outright, but I don't think I did see at all a Forex tap 
between here and Sydney at all. No, you wouldn't. No. But you know what I did see? And I've never seen oh, a no, cap- you see the RSLs, probably. No, but we're at Goulburn, the Goulburn Bolo of all oh, places. I was going to say the bowling clubs, yes. I think there was Forex goal at the Goulburn Bolo. But mm. the Goulburn Bolo, I was actually very impressed because they had Carlton Stout on tap or Carlton Heavy. It's the Carlton CUB does a stout. And yeah. You can't get it anywhere down here. But Isn't Goulburn, that like Abbott's Lager? No. Like it's, a dark it's, ale? It's, got, it's Carlton. Yeah, no, it's Carlton Stout. Oh. And they had it on tap at the Goulburn Bolo. And I'll tell you what, never seen it down here in Melbourne, in Carlton. Look, at you should see Melbourne. how excited Dan's face looks right now. Well, there's a bloke I know that absolutely loves uh, the shit. And I thought, <laughs> right, I don't mind a stout. I'll have it when I'm there. And actually, I'll tell you what, it was pretty good. He was he was almost as excited as I was when I was 41 and saw the f- submarine for the first time at Holbrook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was pretty excited. Actually, my photos from the Sydney trip have been coming up because it's been about two years <laughs> to the day. And yes, two days ago, I saw a Holbrook <laughs> sub photo came up. That's why I mentioned it. And the, but no, it was the the same day that the I was more excited. Like the Holbrook sub is pretty damn exciting. I'll give it that. It's even more but- exciting when you're looking through the periscope, <laughs> spying on one of the biggest bikey groups in Australia, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know you're looking at them. <laughs> well, through the periscope. Yes. Up to there. I didn't even know they had a working periscope. Yeah, it's well, grouse. Where, yeah. Where's where do you could, Well, you know, when you go into the and, and for our listeners, it's like a it's like a submarine. It's got the submarine at the front, right? It's just a shell of a submarine, which is a pretty cool looking sub. They've got for, a for, periscope. For, it for, wasn't there when I went. Yeah, but you go into the museum part. Oh, I didn't go in the museum because it was closed. Ah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like walking into an actual submarine. Yeah. I'll have to do that next time. I'll have mm. to go during the business hours. Yeah. No, but but to be honest, like the, the sub's pretty cool. I'll give it that. That's a solid eight out of ten. <laughs> but you know what? It's a twenty twenty out of ten. The fucking ninth wonder of the world. Dog on the fucking tucker box. Oh yeah. The dog on the. T- I was so excited cool. about the dog on the tucker mm-hmm. box. And Selena, my partner, was like, "What's so? What's the deal with the dog on the tucker box?" I was like, it's the dog on the tucker box, Selena. <laughs> it's a dog on a tucker box. Nine miles out of Gundagai. There's a poem about it. Fuck, it's the best thing ever, and it's, it is it's awesome. It's awesome. The dog on the tucker box is the ninth wonder of Australia, and and she just didn't get it. Yeah. That's just, but it's the dog on the what's tucker be, box. What's, what's better, the big banana or the dog on the tucker box? I've actually never been to the big banana. Ah, okay. But I doubt if it's as good as the tuck, dog on the tucker box. Mm. The, I mean, we, we visited the big merino. Speaking of Goulburn, we visited the big merino in, mm-hmm. in Goulburn, and I forgot how big the balls are on that thing. Oh, I know. Anatomically actually, correct. They are actually- <laughs> And I grew up on a, for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, of course, I grew up on a sheep farm, and damn right they are anatomically correct. I know from experience because rams balls are unnecessarily huge. I don't know <laughs> if it's, I don't know if it's selective breeding. I don't know if it's just a natural thing. But those things are canockers. You know, you could, you know, they have the balls on that come on the end, like the Dan, 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 settle down. I'm an Aries. Okay. Do you get excited about a ball sack? Do you? <laughs> That's. <laughs> I've related to those rams. <laughs> I um, in what ways um, in one? You, you you are really really milking this one. Well, no. Will we move to the next song? I was, was going to say, I think it's time to will, move on. Will we move to the next song? Yeah, don't make a mistake on this next artist where I t- while well, I named him Dylan. It's not Dylan. I'm st- oh, sorry, I'm still drinking that. <laughs> that spritz. That's really nice. <laughs> It's Diane, not Dylan. Diane. Di- I, I did accidentally spell him Dylan oh, before, so apologies. Diane? Diane Ty has just released a new single called Freedom. 
Now, this one was cool and unique because it did have, and I've noticed a couple of these tracks come through where it's sort of the Oriental influences. We had um, uh, Dewey's song. Mm. Uh, no, that was Dewey by- um, Yeah, Dewey by Komang. Yes. And that was Balinese influences, whereas uh, Diane Tai's song is more Eastern, Southeastern Asian influences and Eastern Asian influences because he is from, and I did see uh, it. Zheng, Malaysia, uh, that's right. Guzheng. But he's now, yeah. yeah. But he's now um, from, um, he's now based in Sydney. And yeah, it's just loving, loving, the, loving the Southeast Asian headgear on him. Uh, it is pretty cool. But yeah, this song had, had enough. Like you could, as soon as you heard it, like he's like this. You know where this guy's from. You can sort of tell tell the um the ethnic influences in there. So really cool, and it is um very much a song that is to raise awareness of people that are queer in the Asian community. So that's that's a pretty cool, pretty good um message and a pretty good you know passion to have and a pretty good, pretty important mm. um issue for people of that ethnicity, especially trying to be accepted as that. In the community, so good to see him putting out um, that's showing that support for people yeah, yeah, of for, that uh, queer and trans people of color. It's uh, the QTPOC. Yes, no, it's good to see him supporting supporting that that um, that issue really. Um, and after that, to round out the evening, he's played the Sydney Mardi Gras and everywhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's that's going to be um, based. That's going to be at Homebush Stadium next year. Did you hear? They're not going to do it in the. Not going to do it as a street party, obviously for COVID oh. reasons. <laughs> I, it's, it's all bizarre yeah. to me. Anyway, uh, this next one though, I will, met, will mention this one was on. Uh, this is Mint Factory Steel. This one, the next last song we're going to finish Murray. on. Murray, Murray, greedy. Yeah. What uh, this one? This one stood. You were like you. You were trying to push me to get a couple of songs from last week. You're like Daniel. Listen to this one. Well, yeah, I was just I was and, just letting you have a listen to them and and just see if you like. I must have missed this one because this one came in um, last Friday, not the Friday just passed, but the Friday before, and it was it's cool, just a really cool sort of rhythm going on, and it is off the EP O two or EP zero two, which is the EP I'm guessing number two. You mean it's Ray. a sofa more album? Hmm? The sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Hey? Oh yeah, I'm just laying on the sofa more. Yeah, well, no, that's well, that means second. Glad that's that's the third strike, Gareth, on the pronunciations. You're out, sophomore. You're a fire. Sophomore, sophomore. I call it sofa. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this, EPO um, two, it's called. But yeah, it's just out now, folks. It gives the uh, that's it. Oh no, there's a there's a music video for it, the other single she's got. But yeah, it's out now. Got some cool. Where's she, where's she from? Um, I don't know. Look at this kind of thing. Um, I don't listen to this sort of stuff. Doesn't matter. She's Aussie. She's Aussie. That's all that matters. Uh, the PR files. It's actually these two songs from PR files again. Mm-hmm. Thanks, team, uh, for, for really sending in some. Yes, yeah, smashed them out this week. Mm. Um, as always, you can catch Bar Talk every week. Uh, most actually mostly Wednesday nights. Last week we were a bit slack, sorry folks. But most this obviously mostly every Wednesday night at eight pm uh, Melbourne time at AMR Australia. Australia. I nearly forgot it. <laughs> it's been a while since I've said it. But of course, it's our Thursday. We're usually out Thursday every week on either uh, shows at acast.com forward slash bar talk or Australian Musicians Just go to the website. It's got everything. The website's got the, the live stream and it's got all the links to yes. the podcasts. But yeah, Australian Musicians forward slash bar hyphen talk. 
Uh, as well, I always say, we've got links to um, all the major streaming sites or all the major podcast players. But, of course, you can always catch us wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure, you, of course, you follow us on all the social medias for Bar Talk, Facebook, and, of course, YouTube for AMR Australia on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. People are going to get this down there, like, quick, write this down. And always, <laughs> always, always send us in your songs if you are an aspiring artist that wants to get your singy songs played on the radio. Just go to australianmusiciansradio.com and all the info is there. That's or, it. Or if you're on Instagram, uh, hit link in bio and go to all you need to know. Be sure to catch uh, Mint Factory this week where you're going to hear me if you really, if you aren't sick of me yet. Uh, I'm course, on three shows this week. I'm trying to step back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, Dan, Dan's like, oh, can you do bar talk this week? And then Shakira Jay's like- should be back And soon. then Jay's like, ah, oh, can you can you produce- Shakira's been avoiding, this week? Shakira's been avoiding and then, the spotlight. And then Tony's like, oh, I'm having the week off this week. Shakira's <sighs> been avoiding the spotlight lately and I'm-, I'm Yeah, where is she? I'm whipping her into yeah. shape. Don't worry. She's going to be back soon. Mm. But of course, I will always be back on bar talk every week. You know that. Um, with whoever got, we've actually got some, I'm not going to mention them yet, but we've got some really cool stuff coming up. We've got some really cool artists booked, booked up in the coming weeks. I'm super excited. Someone with the initials TG, I believe. Oh, someone, someone important, yep. someone exciting. But they just um, bought an album. We are going to that was go played to the songs. on the Mint Factory this week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yes. give too much hey, away. Okay. Don't give too much away. But what we're going to do the first right person now, to do their homework wins. Uh, um, you can go and get the haircut at the same time as Dan. <laughs> You'll definitely probably have a quicker haircut than me just by the amount of Send your answers in to Dan at amrairplayatmail.com. Oh, we've, got to, we've got to get onto these songs because they are epic. Um, Diane Tao's song, uh, Freedom, and, of course, Marais' song with Greedy. Gareth. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Gareth. We'll see you whenever, I guess. Yeah, thanks for coming over and not making me drive to the other side of uh, Springy Road. I, I think of you sometimes, Gareth. That's what I do. It's, I'm uh, always thoughtful. But how good is it to be back in the studio? Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. Here they are, folks. Good night and goodbye and take care. Bye, folks. Thanks to our sponsors.
Keeps on raging for the human race We are 
By the time he realized what was happening, it was far too late. So caught up in our own perceptions of an already filtered reality. <laughs> Crazy. And maybe we're lost, or is it just me? Seeing the cost of selfish relief To be at the top, but history repeats We built the machine, it's our masterpiece But left incomplete, the mirror's not clean For all that's received, the opposite seeps Too long being asleep, I drop to my knees Repent and I pray that we open and see Cause I know we're not free We are greedy, yes, we are We want more, we want it all Wanna have it so much that we Australian Musicians Radio dot com. <laughs>